Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Samich on the six lines from the top. I'm just speaking about the whole idea of Birurim. And um, the whole idea of Birurim and that it, is that refining the sparks from the physicality comes through uh, specifically deception, deceiving the physicality. And because that's the way that Asav originally, the primordial snake, took the sparks away from the holiness, the tricking Chava and Adam, so too we have to trick the Klivla in order to take the sparks from it. And so when a person involved in physicality, eating and drinking, um, he has to eat for the sake of Hashem, for the sake of using that, that energy from his food, not to fulfill his his self-gratification and to have a good taste, but rather to get the energy to learn and daven. Um, and when he brings about that he, sh- that he works on himself to the extent that he doesn't feel that desire for the physicality, rather he just eats what he needs, and then he doesn't taste. The taste is not so strong by him anymore, and it's not so focused on the taste, and rather it's just uh, he focuses on how he gets energy from that food, or even a higher level that he that he gets uh, to, con- to uplift that spark, the godly spark in the food, and connect to that godly spark within that food, not just to get the energy from it. Then when he actually davens and he says Hashem Echad and he thinks about the oneness of Hashem, um, then and he when he arouses in love to connect to Hashem through that contemplation, then the energy which he got from that food, which is the, from the spark of godliness from that food, is uplifted just like a just like a sacrifice is uplifted on the altar and absorbed in the godly fire back to its source. So, and that's a similar a person that does uh, involved in business. He has to do it in the right way, faithfully, not with any prohibitions of stealing, and also not being overly, overly involved in his business and like a workaholic. And to, take, so to the extent that it takes away from his uh, times of learning and davening, and that's only when he knows the truth that really the blessings of Hashem gives him wealth, and, and he just has to do the physical business in order to make a channel for that spiritual blessing to be able to come down in the physical world. And and there's only specific types of souls that don't need to make any channels for the, the blessing to come down. Like, that's the example of Yosef, why Yosef was punished for for depending his Savior from the, the prison on the Saramashkin um, because he was on such a, that special neshama that didn't need to rely and make a physical channel for the blessings to come down. But however, most neshama, most souls, they do need to make physical channels to bring down the spiritual, the spiritual blessings, the physicality, and this is where we are. Ach, kasherius amis. That's the yishein rach b'derachilin levad. But when a person uh, really understands this idea that the physical channels for these blessings are just channels, they're not the main thing. They don't actually bring you the blessing. Ozia, ha'esik the boy then he'll also be involved in his business 
in the proper way. That there won't be any prohibitions involved in his business to us. Because that's specifically when you can make a proper vessel, a proper channel for the blessings of Hashem. The blessings of Hashem is not going to become enclosed and passed through a channel which is prohibited, which is in, in its very essence against Hashem's will. So therefore, in order to make a proper channel, when he understands that this is just a channel, this is just a vessel to bring down the blessing, then everything he does in his business will be to make that channel proper and won't be involved with any prohibitions which will not be able to bring down the godly blessing to the world. And also, when he understands the truth that these are just a channel to bring down the, the blessing of Hashem, he won't be overly involved in his business like a workaholic, because the channel is not the main part. It's only the channel, it's only the vessel to bring down that spiritual blessing, which, how do you get, how do you get that blessing? By following the will of Hashem and doing learning to and doing mitzvahs, and not that your business should take away from that. In the parentheses, and for sure, you, 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 it requires a lot of strength, inner strength and courage and fortitude to really be involved in your business in a faithful way, meaning not involved in any prohibitions and not overly involved in your business. And not to be affected by the fact that it seems the opposite. It seems like, no, the, the, whoever is more involved in business makes more money. That's what it seems on the outside. So you need a real strength, an inner strength to overcome that challenge and not to be affected by what it seems like on the outside. And that's what we're going to say. Assume that you need to, in order to, in order to get that inner strength, to not be, to not consider your business the main thing and to not be just... Uh, confused by what it seems like on the outside that the business is, is the more you're involved in business the more money you'll make in order to get to that level you need to first preface the, the service of prayer in a, in a deep way and a real the real according to prayer according to because then and during prayer that's when it will become true by the person he'll be he'll really understand and really come he'll become he'll Internalize this idea that the business business is only a channel for the blessing, for the godly blessing. And then he'll have a after the after prayer, after coming out of that prayer, where he really thought about this idea that Hashem's blessing is the main thing, and the the business is just a channel. He'll come out with a very strong decision that his business should be in a faithful way and not go against Hashem's will at all. So being that it really requires an inner strength to, to do your business this way, that's why you need to preface prayer and have a deep service to Hashem and work on yourself in an inner way during prayer to get yourself to that level. And moreover, that you also have to make sure that a businessman has to make sure that when he's involved in his business, it has to be his whole intention when he's involved in this business is for the sake of Hashem. They should make profit in order to be able to give Charity, and also should make more money in order that he should be able to fulfill the mitzvahs in a beautiful way by a beautiful lulav, <coughs> a beautiful esrig, good, nice tefillin. He should make enough money also in his business. Why? For the intention that he should have free time to be able to prop, properly pray and learn Torah. If he doesn't make enough money, he's going to be, uh, if he doesn't make a lot of money, he's not going to have that extra time or he's not going to have that space in his mind. He's going to be too stressed out to be able to pray properly and daven properly. And afterwards, when afterwards, after having this proper intention during his business and making the money in order to use it for Hashem, um, when he really does pray properly, 
with the proper focus and proper intentions, and he learns Torah, then that's when the physical things which he was involved with in his business are refined, and the sparks within him, and the sparks of holiness which were in these physical things which he was involved with in his business ascend to Hashem, like a carbon, like a burnt offering, like a sacrifice, and then it becomes a pleasing fragrance to Hashem, meaning you bring a great pleasure to Hashem by uplifting these sparks back to their source. And then you draw down a additional light and godly energy and spiritual, spiritual meaning to your soul and also physical. That spiritually, we said before that when you uplift the sparks of the physical things, which they have a very high source and tell you in the intense energy, infinite energy of the world of chaos, you draw that energy down and you can add to your godly soul's uh, service of Hashem because the godly soul's source in a, is in a lower world of tikkun where there's not that intense, um, intense energy, and you uh, you add to its ability to understand and to feel for Hashem, and also begashmis you add do this drawing down this extra energy you add in your physical. Blessings in the world. Meaning, how does that express itself? That the profit that you'll make in your business will come in an easier way. Not with so much concealments and hidings of this of the God's blessing. Meaning, usually when you're involved in business, it seems so much that however much you're involved in your business, that's how much money you make. And it's, that's a very, very that's concealing the truth that really it's Hashem's blessings that would give you give you the um, your money. And your blessings in life, it's from Hashem. But if you, by through through uplifting these spiritual sparks, through the, like we just said, through refining these sparks in the physicality, by having the right intentions when you're doing your business for the sake of Hashem, you uplift these sparks back to their intense source until you draw down that intense energy into your, into your life and it affects you physically that... Now all the profits that you'll make will be a lot easier because you won't. It won't seem like it's just coming from your physical business and how much business you do. The money will come without as much effort now, and you'll see. Wow, this is clear that this is all from the blessings of Hashem. I didn't even do so much to deserve this money. That's what will happen when you when you get that um, drawing down from that through uplifting the sparks in the first place and drawing down from their spiritual source. It makes you physically a lot easier for you to make that to see the blessings of Hashem. Um, like in the parentheses, like it's explained in other place that that the the spiritual concealments they also bring about physical concealments of the of the physical blessings that we that we have. So that means what's that? That is the idea of <laughs> when a person has a really hard time making money um, or finding a job, finding the proper vessel to make that to bring down that blessing. Um, that's why in the times of the Beis HaMikdash when there wasn't these concealments on the godly blessings because everything was revealed the Shekhinah wasn't in exile in that times and each says that each person was underneath his his grapevine meaning uh, which that means that everyone had their parnasas everyone knew what they were getting their money from the blessings came down in a way where you saw it was clearly Hashem giving you the blessings everyone had good physical good had a, was in a good state physically with enough money, and then they knew what they how they were getting their money. So the spiritual concealments, meaning these spirit, when there's concealments to the spiritual energy that you don't see that this blessings are come from Hashem, also makes it harder and physical that you don't you don't see you don't have as much uh, blessings physically, as much money, as much health. So therefore, when you draw down this from the spiritual source of these godly sparks, it makes it easier for you also physically that the profits you make should come easier 
and therefore you'll see that there's you'll see clearly that this is not from the channel. The channel is not the main thing. The business is not the main thing. Rather, the blessings of Hashem are the main thing. And also, your all all the blessings that you get from your business, all the money, the profit you get from your business will go to the right place. As we know that there's a concept of Oishir uh, Hashomer, uh, the, the, the riches that end up going to the wrong thing. You have to go to doctor's bills and to other, you know, fixing up your house and all these things. No, when you uplift, when you uplift the sparks within the physical things by doing your business in the proper way, the proper intention for the sake of Hashem, to be able to fulfill mitzvahs in a beautiful way and all these things we just said and draw down that energy from the source of Toyu, it makes your physical business a lot easier that whatever you do make from your business also will go to the right things and will not have to be used for, for fix, fixing your car, for fixing your house, on a leak, uh, for paying for doctor's bills, chas v'sholim, So the conclusion is, that the refining and the uplifting the sparks the physical within the physical things, whether it be in eating and drinking, whether it be in business, is how does this refining and the uplifting the sparks actually happen when you actually use the energy that you got from the food or use the free time that you got from making the money. You use that in order to be able to pray to Hashem better and to learn Torah better. That is when the actual sparks are uplifted and they go back to their spiritual source when you connect them back to the spirituality through doing something spiritual which is learning Torah or praying. Omnam, however, in order that this refinement can take place, the first has to come the prefacing of a proper prayer, proper davening. Like we said in the parentheses before, being that it's really hard to stay focused and to realize that their business is only a channel for the blessings and not the main thing. Um, sometimes that doesn't even seem like it's true. People that have a better business make more money, etc., in order to make that, have that inner strength to be able to go out into the world and to be involved in your business to the right intentions, you have to have preface the, the avoid of tefillah, the spiritual service of davening, where you muster up that strength and you build that that recognition that this is all the blessings of Hashem are the true, are what really give you your money and not the physical channel. So first, in order to make this this refinement and prophecies happen, uplift the sparks in the physical things, you have to have a proper davening. What is a proper davening? You have to contemplate in a deep way, really think and focus your mind on godliness. And what whatever the contemplation is, at least the lowest level of contemplation, <coughs> it should be in this type of contemplation, that there is a godly light and energy within every physical thing, within everything in the world. And this this contemplation should be felt by a person to such an extent that he should really only want the godliness because he realizes, like it says in the verse, to love Hashem your God because He is your life. That realizing the godliness, really the godly energy, is the really your true life and not the physical aspect of anything. The physicality, by is in and of itself, a really is just death. It has no life to it unless the spiritual energy within it so when you think about that during prayer and you realize how everything the, the true life of everything is the god the energy within it just like the true life of your body is the soul within it and you really feel that then you all you all you'll want is the to connect to the god the energy within everything not to the physical thing itself which is really just death and without the spiritual energy within it it just decays and decomposes and becomes totally nothing right so when comp- contemplating that hashem is your true life 
then you will be aroused in a true love, in a desire to connect to that true light within everything physical. And then after prayer, when you've already thought about this and you've already become, you've already felt this truth, that everything, the true life of everything is the godly energy within it, and that's all you want, then when you go to eat something physical, um, you will not have a physical desire and a physical pleasure um, from that in that physical, in that food, rather your whole purpose and focus will be with a godly intention to connect to the spiritual energy within that and get the spiritual energy to be able to serve Hashem better. And then that spiritual spark, that godly spark within that physical food will be refined and sifted from the physicality and then uplifted and be absorbed back to in godliness when you actually use that energy you got from the food to pray properly and to learn and to learn Torah from, um, from that energy. And similar thing, a similar idea applies to all physical things that you come in contact with when you use them for the spiritual purpose, um, when you use your money for the sake of tzedakah, that will uplift the, the spark within the physical things and connects it back to its spiritual source. And this applies similarly to a businessman. He has to first really exert himself properly in the service of prayer and like we just as we just said before that contemplating how really the true energy of everything the true life force of everything is godliness and not the physicality and not just a a person that you know really a spiritual person a, a yesha veil somebody who's learning tear all day not only does he have to practice this idea of praying properly to feel the truth that the godliness is the true energy of everything so that when he eats and he drinks and, and involved in physical things the whole day he can do it in the proper way also, a businessman has to do exert himself in the same thing. She that during prayer, it should, he should feel the truth. It should come. It should become really true by him, and it should be up upgalaked. Something a very very uh, true concept in his mind. He should recognize this truth that the the, the, the that um, that the main thing is the godly blessing, and is not the channel. The channel, the physical channel, is not the main thing at all. And the business, in in and of itself, is not a main purpose at all. It's not the ultimate purpose. It's only a channel for that spiritual blessing that you need to get from Hashem by connecting to Him and doing His will. And when you, during prayer, think about this concept, how Godly, how Hashem is really the true, the true life of everything, and the physicality and the physical channels are all just channels. They're not really the main thing. They're just secondary. Then you'll come out of prayer with a strong. Uh, at a strong conclusion and a strong decision to be involved in your business faithfully without any trace of any prohibitions not to be a workaholic overly involved in your business then you will set set times for learning Torah and for davening you won't let your business get in the way of those set times because you realize that, that how do you get the blessing of Hashem is from your set times with Torah and prayer and not from your business so when you realize that during davening, you come to that realization, you make that decision, then your business won't get in the way of your of your connection to Hashem, which brings the blessing. And then, from your conclusion during prayer, you'll come to the strong decision that all your intention during your involvement in business will be for the sake of Hashem. Not in order that you should be able to live a life of the Goyim, God forbid, that you should just live a physical life and just be involved in physicality and not have a deeper purpose when you come when you come out of prayer with that with that conclusion you won't you won't be involved in your business just to have money in order to 
eat nice food and to get a nice car, a nice house is no. You'll when you have that proper conclusion from prayer, your whole intention from from your business will be in order to make money to give to tzedakah, to have, be able to beautify your mitzvahs, to be able to have time to learn Torah. All this you have to really work on yourself to bring about a deep change within yourself during during prayer, which can only happen during prayer. But us, and after you come to that conclusion through your contemplation during prayer, you come to that conclusion after afterwards. But then, then your your business will be in that proper way with that proper intention. And that's when you can bring about the proper refinement of the sparks and the physicality. That's how you can bring out the, the beater. And then the sparks within the physical things which you're involved with the whole day will be uplifted afterwards when you pray or you learn Taita, um when you when you after after your after you actually um, involved in these physical things in your business state. And through the mitzvahs that you'll that you will be able to fulfill through the profit you made in your business. So after being involved in your business and making money, but with the proper intentions, the proper intentions to use them for, to do the will of Hashem and to connect to Hashem, then afterwards, how do you connect these sparks that you were involved with the whole day in the physical, in the physical things or in your business? That's only through now praying later and learning Torah later, and which connects these spiritual sparks back to their spiritual source, because now you're doing something spiritual, prayer, or learning Torah, and fulfilling mitzvahs, which are the will of Hashem, which connect these, uh, the money you made and everything that allowed you to do these things, like prayer and Torah and mitzvahs in a proper way, they uh, they connect the sparks back to their spiritual source. When you're involved with the physical things, whether it be eating and drinking or in your business, now, usually, your this intention, this spiritual intention, to do these things for the sake of Hashem, is in, in a concealed way. During the time of prayer, that's when you're contemplating and you're working on yourself that your involvement in physical things should be in a proper way and with the intention for the sake of Hashem. But when you're actually involved in these physical things, you're involved with these physical things, with physicality. And the proper, the deep intention for Hashem, which is the leftover trace from your decision during prayer, is actually in a concealed way in the actual time when you're involved in these physical things. And that which is revealed is this: is the fact that you're what you're doing physically. You're eating, you're drinking, you're involved in your your business, and that's what you're putting your your mind and your heart into in that moment. Your intellect and your emotions. You're, they're involved in your eating, your drinking, your your business. And the parenthesis says, just not that you're not putting your mind and your heart into these things, these physical things, in a very strong, very intense way. And a lot of them, of your mind and your emotions, obviously, because like it says in the verse. Um, it says that when you when you um, when da- specifically when you eat from the work of your hands, that's when it'll be good with you. And uh, the, the puzzle says specifically with the work of your hands. Only your hands and not your and the, so this explains not not your head, not your mind, not your your heart. Those things should be saved for Torah um, and Torah, you know, for doing, learning Torah and mitzvahs, doing mitzvahs. So even though. 
uh, you do have to involve your mind and your heart and your business and your physical things, but just not in an intense way, like it says here. So, when you're actually involved in these physical things, eating, drinking, business, you're, you're compared to, you're similar to Esav in that, in that moment. You're actually, you're doing what Esav does. He's involved in physical for the sake of the physical. And from the outside, it looks like this person just totally involved in physical. He's not, you can't see the deep intention because right now you have to be focused on your business. You have to be focused on your eating. That's, the, that's how you're supposed to be. Whatever you're doing, you should be totally in it. You'll be totally 100% in that thing. Um, and not, you know, not, not your mind in another place. This is, this is what a panimi is according to Chabad. So this, whatever you do, you're totally involved in that thing in that moment. That's the proper way to be involved in it. Or else you're just totally scattered and you're not, you're not present. So when you're doing these physical things, you look like Esav. You look like this, just a regular um, person, who a non-Jewish person, and who's just involved in physical for the sake of physical. And the intention which you have, the deep intention to do these things for the sake of heaven, it's, it's not revealed. Those are just, you're, you're basically working off the trace that you, the, the, the decision that you made during, during prayer. So the decision that you made to be involved in these things for the right purpose and to use them for the sake of Hashem is what is driving you in a hidden way to do these physical things. But you don't actually see that intention while he's involved in the physicality. He just looks like everybody else. And the godly intention in these physical involvements is just in a concealed way. Uh, and only comes in, it only comes to expression afterwards. Only when afterwards, when you pray and you learn with the energy that you got from your food or with the free time that you got from your your business. So you only, at the time when you're involved in the physical, it looks like you just look like everybody else, like Asaph, how he's involved in physicality for the sake of the physicality. And only afterwards you see, ah, now I see why he was involved in this physical, why he was eating, in order that he should have energy to pray, to learn Teda, in order that he should have free time to learn to learn Teda. That's why he, learned, he was involved in his business. But during his involve, involvement in the physical, he's totally involved in the physical. And so it seems like that when you're this whole process is in a way of trickery of deception, and just like the, the trick, the trickers and the deceivers, they hide, they hide their thievery and their intentions so that the person shouldn't understand. And you go with with that person that you want to steal from. You know, according to the person's will, you do it. In a, you know, in a way where you're friends with him. And then you can you can trick him, and so to say, steal his mind, meaning to to trick him, to deceive him. <coughs> that the person that you're friends with, <coughs> you you pretended that you're friends with now, tells you all his secrets, and then you can steal from him, and you know where his where his money is and whatever. You become friends with him to the extent that he tells you all his secrets. Then you use that against him. So then, when you come to the the point of the matter, when you figure out what this person's money is and what he what he really is involved in, then you can now steal from him, and which is the opposite of what the the other person wants, really. So, and this is the same thing with process. What happens in the process of refinement, the sparks. For the physical things, the whole day you're just involved in the physical things, according to the just seems like just for the sake of the physical. You drink and you eat and you're involved in business, and that's through that 
you're able to take from the physical the godly sparks. But then when you come to the point of the matter, when you pray, and you pray with the energy that you got from the physicality, or the free time you got from your business, then it becomes manifest that his whole desire and deep will is for is to connect to Hashem. And the truth was that when he was involved in his physical things, that wasn't his purpose at all. He didn't really, he didn't, he doesn't want to connect to the physical things. He doesn't want them at all, in and of themselves. His whole purpose of being involved in these physical things was just for the sake of Hashem. He's so to say stealing the energy from these physical things in order that he should be able to involved in godly things afterwards. And this is a whole really trickery and deception. He's deceiving the physicality. You think I'm involved in you for the sake of you, for the sake of the physical? No. Afterwards, you see, ah, nah, you thought I was your friend? No, I'm just, I'm just your friend right now in order that I can get the sparks from you, the energy from you, so that I can connect it back to its godly source through prayer and through learning Torah afterwards. So this is the whole deception that we do in our involvement in physical things. And that was the deception that uh, Yaakov used to steal the brachas from Esau because that's the way that you get the blessings from the from the physicality from Esav is through stealing them, so to say, like a thief, tricking the person to think that you're his friend, and then afterwards taking it from him, tricking the physicality to think that you're involved in it for its own sake, and afterwards using it, using that energy from the physical for the spiritual and connecting it back to its source. And so that's why we said we said earlier the the taking of the brachis had to be through deception. That was one thing was to show you that it's not that when you're involved in physicality, it shouldn't be your choice. It's in a way of deception. You're you're tricking. It's not. It, it has to become in, a, in an automatic way, or at least not without without a lot of effort and exertion. So that was one idea we said that when you're involved in the physical, it should be in a way that it shouldn't be like you, you really put your effort into it. And you exert to get the, the the you know the physical blessings. Because when you do that, then it's already you're you're gonna the the physicality is gonna take you down. You're not gonna be able to uplift it. It's only when you're involved in what you what, only with the necessary and the excess already takes you down. And that's one idea of taking the blessings through trickery. That it shouldn't be in a way of tr- trickery is like kind of automatic. It's not that you're choosing, you're deceiving. And another idea now we're saying. Um, so that's why the taking of the blessings from Yitzchak had to be with trickery, with deception. And through that, we said, yeah, then it will be through that the the uh, in Yaakov will now be involved in these, with these physical things in a way of deception also, which we're going to say, which that's the point we just made here, that when you're involved in physicality also is in the way of deception. So the, and that's why, so it's, it's permissible to be involved to do this whole trickery because that's the way that Esav got the sparks in the first place was through trickery of the, Chava, of the snake with Chava. And the same idea is now in our involvement in physicality, we have to trick the physical to think that we're on its side and then use that use that energy we got from the physical for the spiritual. Because when you're involved in the physical, you don't see that, you don't see the hidden intention. Your intention is just what's left over from your decision you made during prayer to not be involved in the physical for the sake of the physical itself. And only afterwards, the, your intention is manifest when you actually use that energy from the physical for the spiritual when you pray and you daven. We'll stop here on the top of page, Samech Aleph, 11 lines from the top, the end of the line where it says, Amnam.
Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.